All right. Hello and welcome to the Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Channel. Uh, my name is Scott and I'm joined once again by Rob. And we are here for an exciting podcast because we've got a PLE coming up this weekend, of course, with WWE Fastlane. So, of course, we're going to preview it. We're going to predict it. We're going to be talking everything from John Cena to Jay Cargill. Excuse me. And we'll be back right after this. Welcome to the <laughs> Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Channel. On this channel, we bring you some great content from inside and outside of the squared circle. We will go through and offer some in-depth analysis of the biggest events of the year, as well as bringing you exclusive interviews with some of the industry's biggest names. There will also be live show reviews, in-depth features, and podcasts. So make sure you give that subscribe button a slam so you don't miss any of the action. All right, so like I said, an exciting episode for, for those reasons, but also uh, because we've got some news, mm. Rob. Uh, the news is that, as we say in our intro, you don't we... want to miss any of the action. You want to subscribe. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we, we want you to not only right, subscribe. Go on, I'm just YouTube, going to go for it. But uh, we have also uh, now arrived on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you fancy just listening along to the audio version of the pod, of course, uh, it's not quite there yet because this will be the first episode that's uploaded to those feeds. Of course, we've been here for a while. You know who we are uh, if you've been here before on the channel. Uh, But of course, uh, there are people out there, Rob, who just listen to podcasts audio-wise. Some would say the original way to listen to a podcast, of course. But since uh, the video format kicked off a few years ago for podcasts, uh, when we did our Rebellious Noise podcast previous, they would just be audio. And then we went to just video. And now we're kind of going Mm. to a mixture of the two. So, of course, we appreciate if you watch the video, if you want to see our ugly mugs, uh, especially uh, (laughs) Rob's covered by a mask anyway. Uh, But if you are uh, into audio more so or if you've got a friend that likes to listen to podcasts driving or something like that uh we'd appreciate if you now kind of finally could send them our stuff by sending them the way of the audio feeds again on spotify and apple Podcasts. if you look for the rebellious nice pro wrestling podcast hopefully you'll find this episode in their feeds all right so with that in mind um let's move on mate let's mm. get straight into fast lane predictions well overall let's have a little bit of an introduction first of all of, of how you're feeling about WWE at the moment because I'll be honest I haven't seen much lately so my predictions might be all over the place I'm I'm offended the fact that you you do a wrestling <laughs> podcast and don't even watch the content that we're talking about hey, hey, shut up. I didn't say that I didn't say that I've just been a bit busy <laughs> lately um but yeah I'm kind of like washing your head there's I'm washing my hair constantly there are things that I'm just yeah. not that thrilled about but I feel like the closer I've got to the PLE mm. And I'm looking at the card. I'm like, okay, it looks like I can see where they're going with some of these things. Um, but there weren't enough a few weeks ago, at least, to kind of grip me, I felt. but Because uh, I was a bit concerned yeah. about several storylines. <laughs> so um, it seems to be going <laughs> in the right direction, I think. Or at least an interesting direction where there's yeah. several possible kind of, you know, directions they could go in as far as some of these storylines. Uh, of course, I mentioned it just before on the mm-hmm. intro with Jay Cargill. So excited that I butchered her name but uh yeah looking forward to seeing if she could be showing up on this PLE as well so um what about you though mate how you feeling about your kind of WWE viewership at the moment um do you know what I I have been enjoying it but I think the uh with the joint of uh, TKO and stuff like that I really feel like that's been at the forefront of the whole of everything to do with 
WWE. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there has been a little bit of a lackluster. People have obviously lost their jobs. Um, mm. If you haven't already, um, this is speaking to the people listening as a normal podcast. Check out our episode where we were talking about um, like all the wrestlers. We've done a live, literally a live feed, and you can see mm. our faces get broken hearted when uh, certain people left. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but even talking about it then, that there was so much has happened recently um, yeah. that I feel like it's kind of overshadowed any good stuff that we would have seen on Raw and SmackDown. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But. But I know, obviously, it's fast lane that's coming up. But man, NXT last week, whew, mm. it was so good. Um, I haven't so, seen, so yeah, I've heard I mean, really good things. Um, and, and it's funny because we've been talking about this for a while, how NXT is slowly heating back up. Um, it does look like there's, I saw a tweet the other day saying, if you haven't watched since the Black and Gold era, you need to get back into it because, like, trust me it's picking back up sort of thing so yeah um yeah and, and i try to yeah, kind of good, follow it a little bit more this year as well and uh yeah i'm excited i mean AEW's turning the corner it feels impact is is getting you know kind mm. of some of its kind of viewership back as well it would seem about to do a uk tour and wwe yeah. again in this transitional period as you say with tko but um we could be on a kind of nice upward swing here a lot of changes in the old uh, wrestling landscape but uh we're about to be heating up. And of course, it's not the road to WrestleMania or anything like that. We've passed SummerSlam already, but still going into the tail end of the year. And then, of course, round into Royal Rumble. And before you know it, we're back on that road once again. Um, but right now, we're on a, a kind of different kind of road, one with a, a speedy lot of cars, it would seem. We are in a fast lane. Hey, hey, do you like how I did that, Rob? Here we go. We're back to talking about <laughs> the current uh, PLE here, at least. And uh, let's just get into. Uh, the matches on this card. We're going to start out with a big one. We're actually going to start with the World Heavyweight Championship uh, between Shinsuke Nakamura uh, going up against the champion, of course, uh, in Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, we are also sadly not joined at the moment by Dan and Lucas, uh, but we can be uh, by the magic of technology. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in some of their predictions as well, uh, recorded for us earlier on. And uh, first up, Rob, we'll go for Dan's prediction for this match, uh, and then we'll kind of react to that, and then we'll bring uh, Lucas's prediction in as well. So without further ado, here's Dan. Predictions for Fastlane 2023. First match we have is the last man standing match between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. For the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now this contest, a lot of it's been built up around Seth Rollins' dodgy back. Shinsuke obviously has been targeting that in recent weeks. And the fact that this match is last man standing, I think kind of plays into Shinsuke's wheelhouse a little bit. But you do have to think that this whole storyline arc of Rollins dodgy back you know is he going to get some help is he gonna manage to survive it so I think for me it's got to be a victory and I reckon you know what I actually reckon WWE could pull the trigger here and we could see a brand new world heavyweight champion in Shinsuke Nakamura so my vote for this one is going with Shinsuke Nakamura to become the new world heavyweight champion. 
All right, bold claim there by Dan, of course, uh, going for a title change. And Rob, this is a weird one because I think coming into this episode, I was thinking, ah, that's Seth. But they always kind of pull you back in. But the Nakamura one is a great example of like when it feels like I think Finn Balor gets in this position as well. You're like, maybe, maybe this is the time, you know, like maybe this does make sense because it. You end up feeling like, ah, oh, this is just, they're never going to do it. You know, like Cesaro is another great example with that great feud of Roman Reigns. And they sort of trick mm. you into thinking it. And you get annoyed because you're like, this is like the seventh time I've been tricked to think that this guy's going to win a world title. Um, of course, Bala has won one, but didn't hold it for long, of course. Um, and Nakamura is another one. I just feel like he needs to be world champion at some point. And now that you've got this title, why not? You know, um, but judging yeah. the way things have gone lately, I just, yeah okay maybe not um and i know they are playing to this storyline last time around i did think oh maybe that does give them a reason seth's been a champ for a little while already now nowhere near of course what uh roman's got on the other brand but still re- relatively speaking he's had a, a fairly long title reign if you want to take title from you know don't want it to be a hot potato title straight away so maybe now could mm. be the time but then where do they go from there do they give it back to Seth Rollins I mean given the the excuse of getting you know an injured back and all this stuff last man standing if there's ever a kind of sight of someone struggling to get up it's holding on to their back so I feel like I'm being suckered into going for it as well um I'm gonna say I'm really torn still so Dan's going for Nakamura. I was going to go for Seth Rollins. But where does it go after that? We're heading towards Crown Jewel, I think, and then Survivor Series, and then Rumble season. I don't think... Oh, don't flip in, no. I'm going to go <laughs> with the possible... What was that? You just let one rip, have you? <laughs> no, I was laughing. It sounded like someone else. Um, I, uh, I'm going to... Get myself drawn in again, ready to be heartbroken, but I'm going to go for a... No, I don't think it is going to happen. don't think it is going to be... Oh, you almost, you almost said it. I almost said it, but... Ah, they got to give him something at some point. Have they? Mm-hmm. Who goes after Rollins otherwise? I'll tell you, I'll make my prediction. Oh, crap. Which makes me think you're going for Rollins. All right, I'm going to go. You know what? I haven't been watching enough lately. I'm going to go with a safer bet and say Seth Rollins. Oh, my gosh. I'll be gutted if Nakamura wins. I mean, you know what? I won't. I'll be happy at least he wins, even if I don't get a yeah, yeah. Anyway, Seth Rollins for me. It's a win-win either way that way. Mm-hmm. Neck, that was tough, and I didn't expect it to be. <laughs> uh, do you want me next or Lucas? Uh, go on, you go next and I'll play Lucas after that. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm still torn. I'm in two minds. I have, I do have an an idea of what they could do going forward. So if Nakamura wins, I feel like that's a prime time one to push him into that title run, give him a a, a nice little run. Um, I think after Steph, whoever loses it to Seth, the next person that takes it kind of brings in another generation of this is the other guys. So it'll be Nakamura, for example, uh, Gunther. It's, mm, it's that sort of under mm. that color, but Chad Gable, like those sort of guys could then 
have the opportunity, you know, Finn and, and so on and so on. Um, yeah. So I feel like if Nakamura gets it, this is the new, the next wave will be someone else. I don't think it will be someone that's already been a champion. I think it'll be so. another brand new champion. Um, so two brand new champions in a row, do you reckon, if Nakamura took it then? Uh, I feel like if they do, it'll go back to Seth and then and then a new from one. that, it'll yeah. transition to oh, something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe. I, I don't that. know. I like I, I'd like to see something happen and like the title be, it's not just about the rest of the it's about the title to making that incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gunther's done a fantastic job with the IC title. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the reviews or the, you know, people's comments, but the match it like, last night against Champa was, Champa, yeah. wow, mm. man, it was so good. Um, so my thing is if, if Nakamura gets it, I'm not against that idea. Like, I, I love mm-hmm. that idea. Um, but then what's next for Seth? Did he go for to try and retain, like, re, regain it again um, at Crown mm. Jewel? Maybe. Or could we have Seth win, but out comes Damian Priest? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about Money in the Bank scenario. <laughs> because right. at the ah, moment, yeah, because that's a, oh, the tag, oh, yes, tag titles. That's a great so shout, what if cause... he lost the tag titles? And then because he done that, he then mm. wins the title, the world heavyweight. Ooh, that kind of... And then uh, there's that thing with him and Finn. Especially if Finn loses, is the reason that they lose. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, that changes my thoughts on what well, it comes into, you know, predicting later on's uh, match as well. Like you said, the tag one. But that's a really interesting point because I didn't think of mm. the money in the bank. And... That makes sense. New champion as well. Seth Rollins is bad. You know, the, the classic, like, Edge winning the first one, you know, after John Cena being destroyed. It's the classic they yeah. can't get. You know, if there's ever a time to say massively injured, like, say, so maybe it's not about Nakamura, but still using that visual of him barely making his feet, way to his feet at 10. I mean, you could even catch into it and use the same um, stipulation, you know? Like, it, it might not even be a victory as Sif. Yeah. Sif, uh, Seth, he could cash in during the match, becomes triple threat, and therefore Damien's the one that means he makes him not get up at 10. And the judgment day maybe somehow help with that as well. So, uh, there's a lot of scenarios I could go down, but it would be a shame if they used it and mm. didn't cash in, no pun intended, but on the uh, Nakamura situation. But yeah, I think yeah. you could be right there. That kind of opens up a, uh, a can of worms there. I just, I've got this, just this vision, right? of both of them barely, or like both of them are down. Seth's mm. scrambling to get to his feet. He literally, he gets up at 10, and the minute he gets up at 10, the bell rings and he falls back down again. Out comes Damian Priest because they're both down. Oh, that's great. Judgment that's Day, great. pull out Nakamura, and then he cashes in, does the pin. Done. Like, I think it's just such an easy way because. Yeah, I imagine that. Yeah, even the visual of them pulling like Nakamura out of the way, like you say, like carrying his kind of limp body just away, like as if some sort of like, you know, almost like some Undertaker esque thing, you know, like that would be pretty cool. Um, Mm. Oh, man. I like that idea. I just don't know. I mean, I feel like something big. That's the thing with PLA. I feel like something big's got to happen because it feels very middle of the road as far as like what's been going on lately. Um, yeah, that, that's the other thing. I mean, obviously, I know we're talking about WWE here, but obviously NXT itself done its own thing. Uh, like last Saturday, that was amazing. AEW had their their show, and obviously, spoiler alert, Edge appeared or Adam. Some Copeland dude showed up. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Very cool. Not Edge. Cool. Um, he appeared. 
Um, uh, so they've got to do something. I think they need to do something now to say, like, oh, well, that's happened, but this is what we're doing, and it's a yeah, big we'll moment. Yeah. You know? I mean, it could yeah. just be the so fact I that they feel... signed Cargill already, but yeah. Yeah, but it was already kind of announced, wasn't it? Oh, you yeah, know, it um, was, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. They've done that. Um, so, do you know what? I, I, I think... I think I'm bottom, just to confirm, am I bottom of the table? I think uh, I'm bottom of the leaderboard. I, I think you might be. I don't have the scores with me now. Let me see if I can kind of... Uh, I mean, I've done some wild <laughs> guesses recently, like predictions. Just, you know. Uh, let's have a look. <laughs> let's see if the scores are... Um... I, I'll come back to you on that. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. how it's been ended right. up. Right. Regardless... Yeah. Uh, I don't know what oh I'm yeah, you're like. bottom. You're bottom of 14 points. Lucas on 19. I'm on 27. Uh, Dan is second on 25. So Bro, you're, you're I, uh, bottom. I've made two. You're doing well. Do you know what? What it is? I I'm doing so bad because I've like. Do you know what? I I've won the title before. I, I've mm-hmm. won. So I'm like I'm just going for wild cards. So uh, yeah, let's bonus point it. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins wins. Yeah, uh, and then. Then out comes Priest to cash in. That's my bonus point. So if that means if Seth does win, you get the point. But if Priest doesn't cash in, you lose that point. Lose the point. Uh, if if mm-hmm. Nakamura wins, you don't get a point. And if there's also no cash in, you lose a point. But if you get you know yep. the correct answer with Nakamura with Seth, then yeah, okay, bonus point. Just to kind of clear it up. All right. Let's do it. Interesting. Let's see if Lucas was brave enough to add a bonus point or smart enough to not add one. Let's have a look. So my prediction for the match, the last man standing match between um, Seth Rollins and Shinka Nakamura for the World Championship is that it will be another loss, sadly, for Shinka Nakamura. Um, I think the time actually we had to put him on, put the title on him was last pay per view. Um, but I'm guessing now they're going to be going through the motions, getting this ready to go into kind of mania season. Um, oh, look at my standing. Oh, it opens up a lot of kind of interference, doesn't it? Um, but I'm going to keep it simple. I've I, I overcomplicated the last few months, haven't I? And I will say that Seth Rollins retains um, the championship. There you go. Gone for the uh, safe option there, Lucas has, and uh, you can't blame him. Right. We're going to start moving on to the next match. I appreciate uh, anyone that's watching live on demand. We ask that you send in your comments. Let us know what you think is going to happen at uh, Farsane or what you would like to see happen as well with regards to these matches. And also, uh, I can see that we've had a little bit of a technical uh, issue as far as some delay here as well. So apologies if you are uh, watching or listening along if we do kind of uh, jump over each other a little bit there as well. But anyway, uh, we appreciate you sticking with us. We are now going to move on to the next match, which is our LWO versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits match. I don't think it's actually been said uh, which members of the LWO are going to be in it, but you would imagine at least Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar are the main two. And, uh, yeah, we'll kind of keep that in mind because uh, I don't think it's going to change anyone's predictions if you knew who the third member uh, of that team uh, would be. The graphic doesn't help, seeing as there are five people <laughs> within the old W on that side. I'd imagine Zillian is <laughs> not in it because they'd make a song and dance out being a multi-person match. Uh, sorry, uh, mixed mixed uh, match. 
But um, yeah, doesn't seem to be the case. But anyway, uh, with that in mind, uh, let's go with, we'll bring up Dan's um, Dan's video for this one uh, first once again. Mm-hmm. Final match, which is the match between the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, and they will be... Oh. Lucas there. Yeah, Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, <laughs> and they will be taking on the team of the LWO. Now, I reckon this one is going to be a straightforward victory for the LWO with Santos Escobar getting his revenge on this team and getting the victory, further leading to a potential split with the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. All right, so we see Dan there and a little special cameo from Lucas, who we'll catch up with in a moment as well and see his uh, predictions. Rob, do you fancy going first on this one out of me and you? Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, Dan's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enough. That's a great Street profits aren't yeah. splitting up, man. They, uh, dude, they've just put them with Bobby Lashley. We were talking about this before. Um, we were talking about this when we had Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin was still in the company. Uh, but, you know, we with Omos and you know, MVP. I was like, it'd just be a perfect faction because the guys, they look an absolute unit. Um, and there's no way you can put them together for them to kind of prove that they can do stuff, turn heel, and then lose mm. their first match. I think that would be madness. So it's it's got to be the Profits and Bobby Lashley. You know, that's, that's they have to win. Because I think this would be a good way to... I think, imagine if Ray loses he raised the one that gets pinned as well mm. um and there's a rift there between him and santos that'd be well that's it i mean they've, they've flirted with this already haven't they and that's kind of you know dan's yeah. talking about a potential breakup of the street profits which is something people have predicted for you know a while now but like you said they've just started on something else i know they've even now flirted with that kind of ending already with ashley um and mm. it'd be interesting to see where it goes because i'm not excited about it at the moment so you know and i think that's just because odd scene street profits be heels as well at the moment um but again ldwo was kind of looking like it might have some cracks in a few months ago so is that where we go or do we just have a match where like you say the street profits and lashley get their win because they're on the new kind of storyline and the lwo simply lose and that could be it or does it kind of as you mentioned there lead to some issues between them again does that come back up so are you going with Lashley and the Street Profits for certain then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say the same. I just yeah, I'm not sure. It won't affect my prediction anyway, as far as who I pick, but yeah, I do wonder whether or not we're gonna get the Santos Escobar turn uh here. I mean, it's just a tough one to pull a trigger on because like yeah, they've been around for a few months, but it's not like they're like, you know, years down the line, like the New Day or something like that. And mm like the merchandise alone it feels a, a bit of an odd one to to kind of pull the trigger on straight away uh we've also got an interview on this channel with santos escobar if you haven't seen it already uh dan himself actually spoke to the man and uh he uh he gave us uh, some great answers a really interesting insight and a lovely mo- uh, man i've got to say uh, so if you haven't already seen that on the reddest noise pro wrestling channel i encourage you to uh subscribe and check it out um but yeah, I'm going to go LDR, uh, LWO as well, mate. So uh, with that in mind, let's bring up uh, Lucas's, which I don't Wait, wait, LWO be... what? To win or? To, oh, sorry, wait, who... you're right. <laughs> Street Profits to win. LWO to uh, to There this. we go. Um, right. I'm going to go with 
Lucas, and uh, we'll see what he says as well. Mm-hmm. In the six-man tag team contest between the LWO and Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, I'm really happy to see Bobby Lashley back on a pay-per-view. He's been ages, and yeah, he deserves better, but that's not a whole other thing. Um, I do find making the Street Profits villain a very weird decision, I must admit. Um, so I do maybe see them doing a breakaway here. So I will go with the LWO to win this and the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley to potentially go their separate ways. But it's hard because NXT had Baron Corbin win, didn't they? No, I would stick with that. I'll stick with LWO. It's a B show. I can't see them doing much. Yeah, LWO to be victorious. Good point there by Lucas. It's essentially um, been a B show, so do they need to do uh, something much? you know quite big but uh I, I kind of feel like in some ways even if it's not this match i do feel like they do because the eyes are not really on the storylines at the moment so um yeah i think there needs to be a turn somewhat um not a turn necessarily as is in heel or baby face i mean turn in the sense of uh, you know a different direction or something big happening on this show mm-hmm. um but yeah, uh, it seems like they've both gone for the LWO. Me and you've both gone for Lashley and Street Profits. But I, I would say it's still a very tough one to pick because, you know, we're looking at two groups that potentially could have a rift in. And uh, one storyline, we're not sure if it's about to pick up and go into something more kind of fruitful or just be giving up on straight away as far as Lashley and Street, Street Profits go. So it has been a bit of a weird start. And as Lucas said, having the Street Profits as, as bad guys and it is... It's confusing at the moment, but having Lashley back on a PLE is very exciting. I mentioned um, in our kind of uh, description for this as well, Rob, that there's a lot of tag matches on this, a lot of multi-person matches on this card. And yeah. it's, uh, it feels a bit like an AEW thing where, because of course their, their shows aren't as free, frequent, um, AEW tend to just cram a lot of people on the, to their pay, uh, pay-per-views. WWE, of course, have much more frequent PLEs, as they call them, and uh, they don't tend to do this other than your big ones like WrestleManias and SummerSlam. So it's quite interesting to see that they have stacked this card with a lot of multi-person matches, whether it be tag, six, six-man tag, or even uh, a triple threat, which we're going to now get into with the women's uh championship or the women's world no that's what Rhea's got (laughs) this is just the women's championship uh with uh EO uh defending against Asuka and Charlotte um now this is another tough one for me because I don't see the benefit in giving it to Charlotte at this moment in time or giving it to Asuka at the moment but with the women's division, you can never really tell what their goal is. And when you've got Charlotte in the match, you can never, ever fully write off the fact, you know, the chance that they're just throwing the title on her. And hey, it's another conversation for another day. I know it's easy to jump into, oh, Charlotte's won too many titles. Um, but, you know, she is a fantastic performer. We've got to give her that. But uh, we, well, we ended with Lucas last time. Let's uh, let's start with him this time, uh, going straight into uh, the women's title match here. Prediction for I don't know what the women's belt are called nowadays, but the one that you know Sky holds. There you um, go. <laughs> belt essentially, um, and she's facing Oscar and Charlotte Flair. It's like it should be a very good match. Um, some of the women's have been a bit sloppy lately, though, so I'm hoping that they kind of do rein that in a little bit, as it has you know it has been a bit overbooked. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't want to get rid of, not want to get off of Sky straight away. I'm always tempted to go with Charlotte Flair, <laughs> you know, but 
I don't see them just changing it around and B show. Or do they get it Charlotte Flair and then they can bounce it back? Yeah, I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair to win. I, I always do. So I think I'm going to stick to that tradition. Charlotte Flair wins everything. Um, I'll be right eventually. So yeah, Charlotte <laughs> Flair to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion, whatever the belt's called nowadays. All right, so a bit of confusion there when it comes to the titles as well. But uh, you can tell who's not watching the products as much as yeah. the others. Me and Lucas, clearly. Um, but, um, right. Lucas has gone for a big claim yeah. there, mate. Charlotte Flair taking the gold. Uh, what are you thinking? Oh, uh, man. This, in my mind, I, I love when things like this happen because uh, someone says something, you know, and you think you're on the right track and you kind of think what I think. But if I said, if I went first, would it have swayed everyone? Um, mm. So I feel if Io loses it, it's a bad idea. So the first thing would be I, I could, if Io is retaining, I could see Oscar doing mist, mm-hmm. Io ducking, hitting Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then getting yep. Oscar with like a roll up or something. Like that, that would be a good finish for me. Yeah, because um, yep. it's it it doesn't damage anyone because obviously Charlotte can't see anything and uh, Oscar's been taken by surprise. So yeah. it's a good thing for uh, Io. Yeah. However, if Charlotte wins, she'd be the 16 time women's champion, right? Oh, would it be 16? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I believe so. Right. Um, well, she's getting up there if it's not this time. But yeah, is your point that the record break, uh, well, not record breaking, but record equaling one needs to be at a certain show? Yeah. or? Uh, so I'm just checking now. She's six time. You're saying that she's a six time. Uh, it's confusing as well. Six time world champion. Count? Yeah. Do they not count NXT, NXT titles well, in that sometimes as well? Yeah. And do they count the Divas turning into the women's or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, did uh, she I retain that? I, I can't really remember. Know. Uh, no, that transitioned into the other title, didn't it? When she won yeah, the Yeah, but who won, won that? The... Was it her? I believe so. Or was it not Sasha? Oh, I'm getting I, confused I, now. I anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what what would be your point if it is 16 times? Um, so I feel like if if it is 16, then obviously that's that's a big moment, obviously because of Ric Flair, bloody bloody blah blah, 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 yeah. blah. Right, but why don't we trump that with the minute she wins that title, she gets her celebration, then out comes Jade Cargill. Yeah, yeah, but it's a big moment I've... to. Yeah, I mean it's a yeah, I mean that's a great moment in itself. What a stare down, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is the match where no. obviously it's likely Jay Cargill's going to show up, right? So this is what I was thinking Probably. anyway when I kind of yeah. So unless they had another women's match or they just do some, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, we've got give me a whole year here saying yes, boys. Thank you very much, mate. That Assuming that's uh, either Dom or maybe Sam or one of the other guys perhaps with us as well. Uh, appreciate you mm. joining us, guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jay Cargill, I think. All right, what's the best scenario for her to show up here? And maybe that is it because I don't know if it really, yeah, I don't think taking the title off EO is a good idea. But the stare yeah, down, either. if Jay Cargill's coming to stare down anyone, it probably should be Charlotte Flair. 100%. Which is why, if we know she's there, if they're going to do it, maybe Crown Jewel. But no, this is this is my thing. I... if they 
if they were going to do it a crown jewel, right? Now, bearing in mind, and I'm not saying this from like a weird perspective, but the women look so strong and muscly when they're wearing a normal attire and they're not completely covered. And I yeah. feel for her to have a real big impact, should she come out in a wrestling attire, like an actual wrestling attire, or should she come out yeah. in a normal clothing? Because I think if she comes out, it's like she's ready. Do you know what I mean? So I mm. I don't know which way they're going to swing it. And I think if they're going to do it at Crown Jewel, I don't think it'll be, it'll be a big It's an odd thing to be talking about, but some of Cargill's attires were like that. So I could kind of see that. Yeah. I mean, it's not the baggy T-shirt thing that they used to do in Saudi shows, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I get you get your point. Uh, oh, it's Dom with us. Hey, love you too, buddy. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, yeah, I just think I think you're right there. I think if the moment, if there's going to be a moment, it should be with Charlotte Flair. But maybe mm-hmm. that moment happens at Crown Two because I think all right, I could see this now. Like, yeah, there's going to be people moaning about. But, oh, it's a tough one to do it on if it is the 16th one. But it's going to be moaning about a new championship reign either way if Charlotte wins, especially if Io has been taken, you know, his title taken off her fairly quickly. Um, but it'll be kind of patched over by another big moment of, you know, the debut of Cargill. So that's, whether that happens that's what here, I, mean. so I don't know. Yeah, it do, exactly that. But I think I like that. I like that and I like her then, like whatever it's this show or another show, I like that happening and then she beats Charlotte Flair. What a way to come into the company by taking right, the title of Charlotte Flair. Um, and it gets, you know, WWE's goal of probably getting it close to that number if she's not going to be reaching it or at least surpassing it as well. Uh, Dom says, I don't think Jade will show up here. It'll be somewhere like Crown Dew or an A-level pay-per-view. Yeah, good point, man. I think, I think this scenario is probably the right one to do for Jade's introduction to the company, but whether or not they pull the trigger on it right now is the tough yeah. kind of call. I kind of am starting to lean towards what Dom said there and mm. that it might either happen at like a bigger pay-per-view like Survivor Series, which is a long way away, or she could come in when the room is Royal Rumble. She could not debut there. She could already be in the company, yeah. but that could be a big thing as well. But I think she should just come in and win the mm. belt, man. Um, but maybe they won't do that because I mean it's, it's uh, hard. You know to, they gone. Go ahead. So I was going to say, it, I would like it to happen at Survivor Series. Like, yeah, I, I'm a good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, look, I love the idea. I love the idea, but uh, Survivor Series for me is, I mean, take a debut there. The Rock debuted yeah. there. It's such a big thing. So if we're going to do what we're saying, and then Jade comes mm. out. I would love it to be at Survivor Series because it's only certain Continues wrestlers that condition. In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think imagine if she comes out and she's in her attire, and then in her hand is a contract. We don't know what a contract is. Imagine the very first match is a title match, and then she guarantee. Wins. Yeah, I I signed because I was given this guarantee of yeah something like it would be cool because it's right. interesting to see how I they promote how they promote her because you know. My big gripe so far is the fact that they brought her in without um, a surprise. And that annoys me when they do that. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, do it the way they've done with kind of really making it look like a big deal. You know, even the footage of her walking into the PC Mm. was kind of promoted really well. So I like that. And she's been tweeting. I know she tweeted about Raw last night. So um, it would be... It will be interesting, sorry, to see 
what kind of stock they put in her when she gets on the main roster. Is she going straight for a title? Yeah. Is she winning a title? Or is it going to be one of those kind of a year build with her, you know? Because they could still be like, mm, you know, you're still somewhat green, as they say, and, and you, you were presented in kind of... That title was realistically a secondary title in AEW, the one that she held. It was an incredible streak. I really enjoyed it. And it was, in my opinion, more important than a women's world title at times. But realistically, that's the kind yeah, of trajectory she's been on. So... Does she go straight to the top? You know, you, it's the same as when AJ Styles came in. It was like, what are they going to do with him? It's the same when Nakamura came in. He still ain't won the title, as we mentioned earlier on. So, yeah, um, ah, it's it's an exciting time. But mm-hmm. I think I'm leaning towards Dom's prediction that it's not here that she shows up. I'd love it to be because I'm just eager to see it. Yeah. I'm such a big fan of Cargo and I hope we do see it soon. Mm. Um, all right. We've gone all around the houses there, Rob. Ultimately, who's winning yeah. this title on this event? All right. So going by what Dom said as well, obviously we're talking about the idea, but the fact that there's a few wrestlers that have debuted at Survivor Series, they've gone on to have an incredible career, um, you know, and mean something to the wrestling community. Uh, I'm going to say maybe Jade appears at Survivor Series, because I think that would be a lot more impactful, um, especially mm. how we've just kind of discussed it. So I'm going to say EO wins, as I said before. So EO wins by ducking Mist. And then Miss goes okay. into Charlotte's eyes, and then EO maybe wins like by a roll up or something like that. So I'd say EO retains. Yeah, and it keeps the other two looking strong as well. Like Charlotte's been, you know, yeah. cheated, and Oscar made a simple mistake, but uh, you know it was capitalized on. So she Cost- doesn't look too bad either. You know, like yeah. So it's um, yeah, she was kind of quickly outsmarted sort of thing. So yeah, I like that finish. I, I could definitely see that happening. All right, let's um, mm. let's move into Dan's. Uh, prediction for this one. Uh, again, we're going to now share um, Dan's pre-recorded prediction for this match. If I can find it. Da-da-da-da. Here we go. Ripple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. EO Sky defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. So... For this one, I feel as though, you know, they kind of just tried to shoehorn a match in. Um, I don't think that they're going to be taking the championship off of EO anytime soon. So I think EO Sky is going to be going over in this one and will get the victory. Um, whether Dakota Kai and Bailey play any role in that remains to be seen, but it is obviously damage control, so anything can happen. But yeah. My pick for this one is EO Sky to retain. All right. Thanks again to Dan for his uh, pre-recorded video. Sadly, Dan and Lucas can't join us once again, uh, as I mentioned earlier on. Um, but it's uh, it's great to have them involved as far as these pre-recorded. Now, um, I'm going to go the same, man. I think EO Sky makes the most sense, as we said earlier on. She's not had it for too long. It would be a shame if they took it off her. Um, your scenario sounds like a brilliant way to kind of get to that result and also your other scenario is the one that tempts me but as we've kind of alluded to already that feels like it might be happening uh later on down the line instead so uh yeah i'm sticking uh with the same there going for eo seems like the only one going with charlotte now or anyone different to eo is uh lucas right let's uh let's move on to uh let's say i think we'll do la night and John Cena. Yeah. Versus, uh, there he is, the Bloodline 
represented by Soda Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. Now, this is an interesting one because, again, haven't watched too much lately. And a big reason why I haven't been watching lately is my discontent <laughs> when it comes to the Bloodline storyline. I'm very annoyed <laughs> with kind of how <laughs> how it kind of... I feel like they dropped the ball, but I do <laughs> feel like they're picking it back up now and I can kind of see, you know, they're stretching things out as long as they can. I think ultimately the Usos will be back together within the bloodline before it all goes uh, exploding once more with the rock. But at the moment they're not, we'll talk mm-hmm. about Jay Uso in a little bit. And um, Hey, what a way to kind of uh, hey tide them over by bringing two massive stars into the fold with the storyline of John Cena, who's had mm. these kind of issues with them before, but also now LA Knight. And that's an, looks like I've, uh, have I had a bit? Uh, we had a bit. Sorry about that. We really, it's the first time we're doing an audio version of this, and it's going to be an absolute nightmare for people to listen to. Apologies for anyone, whether you are live or in demand on YouTube or listening mm. uh, on our brand new feed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how much we got of that. Uh, the duo of LA Knight and John Cena we'll touch on in a moment. Um, mm. but, but the match itself, um, kind of. It's them being together that kind of makes it a little bit more interesting for me. So um, I feel like the bloodline need some focus. They need a bit of attention. They need to kind of patch over some of the issues that uh, they've gone through lately. So that's slightly swaying my prediction. Uh, Before I go full steam ahead with that, though, uh, we will bring in the prediction from... Let's go straight in with Dan's prediction. Cena and L.A. Knight, yeah, taking on the team of Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Now, for this one, I mean, the main thing would be, why is John Cena coming back to lose? But I feel as though John Cena coming back will help the younger talent. And I feel as though John is going to want to put over Solo Sokoa quite strong. He's going to want to put over Jimmy Uso quite strong. So I can see John Cena taking the fall in this one and it being a victory for the bloodline of Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. All right. So Dan is going for a bloodline victory. Now, I made some interesting points there about John Cena potentially coming back to put over younger talent. The only young talent in this is Solo Sokoa, right? But... It's not so much always about young mm-hmm. talents. It's just about kind of up and coming and fresh talent. And I think LA Knight is the other side of that as well. So an argument could be made that they should win because it helps LA Knight's stock. But I'm not sure, man. Like Because I feel like, yeah, the solo one makes sense as well. Because LA Knight, I think, has got the, the rub, so to speak, by aligning himself with John Cena. I think, you know, he got delayed, obviously, from behind-the-scenes stuff. He ends up coming out, making a save, and, uh, you know, joins in with uh, Cena's request uh, for a partner, answers the call, so to speak. Um, And I think the solo thing could be a kind of solo match, him and uh, John Cena. I don't think this is where you put solo over. I think, so I'm kind of leaning towards Cena and LA Knight winning for the kind of, you know, the happy kind of, scenario for the fans the baby faces go over 
But then I'm also leaning towards the bloodline needs something, man. Like they're falling. Their stock is is certainly falling. But again, Reigns is about to come back to TV as well, right? So, um, mm-hmm. is that before? Is that this week on SmackDown, or is that after? I think it's this week. Okay, so that kind of changes because if they lose, you can see a world where Reigns comes back and says, "Come on, like ship you, you know, you know, put you back into shape," sort of thing. Um, Oh, mm-hmm. That kind of leans into my prediction quite a bit. Then, um, oh. yeah, I think if you go, who needs it? I think it's the bloodline, which is such a weird thing to say after them dominating. Bro, for that's that's two, a weird statement. Uh, yeah, um, but like for me personally, like I've just not, I've not been excited about the bloodline for a, for a little while. Um, uh, I'm trying to look it up and see when Reigns is apparently meant to be coming back. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like people know. It just seems to be a little bit of a rumour. Right, okay. I think it makes sense for him to come back after the PLE to get this storyline out of the way and kind of, you know, whip them back into shape, so, so to speak. So I think it's better yeah. at the moment in time. And that's what can kind of put, a, you know, light a fire under the bloodline again. I think it's probably better... To have LA Knight and Cena win to, you know, send the fans home happy. Um, so I'm going to go LA Knight and Cena. But again, another tough one to call, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? It, it's a shame that this is more of like a B level pay per view or PLE because mm. imagine, just imagine Cena and LA Knight are, they go over or mm. they're about to go over and then Roman's music hits, right? Roman just comes walking down. There's a distraction. Before the free count happens, the rock's music just goes off. Just causes an absolute bro. That the place would just lose its mind. Yeah. I just think yeah. that would be such a great moment. No, so. <laughs> nah, not a chance. But that would be something so cool. Um, yeah. You know, do you want me to go next? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, that I I think. The bloodline will bounce back because they have Roman. And this is how I'm looking at it. They can have Roman and they'll bounce back from that because the storyline isn't finished yet. However, when Cena goes, the only person on their own there is LA Knight. Um, Mm. And I feel you literally right now is like lightning in a bottle. I mean, I would say LA Knight got a louder pop than The Rock and John Cena. Re- um, when he when he appeared, I don't know. Rock, Literally, Rock is massive, but yeah, I think it's did on his hear, way to that. Adam. Did you hear the LA Knight one when he come out to sign the contract? I couldn't hear his music. Yeah, like yeah, that, for yeah. a while, I couldn't. Like that's a mad pop. I mean, that's he's getting that pop now, and he's like you know, like, and they're only yeah. starting to push him. Since they need to take advantage so, like, of it, so they do. They do because they. I mean, yes, I love Cody. Right, I have love Cody Rhodes. Um, mm. You know, I've got obviously I've got photos with him and stuff like that. It's amazing, such a lovely guy. Um, and you've met LA Knight, um, and you know, both of them could be amazing people to kind of lead the next charge of this is the face of the company. Mm. But I always feel like if you have one, you do need to have another one, and it's kind of like a Rock and Austin kind of scenario. One's the Rock okay. and one's Austin. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. Like mm. it's kind of being pushed that way. So I think we're getting into a position where there's like maybe two people that are a face of the company, two males that are leading by charge. Mm. Um, and I, th- I literally think that's Cody and LA Knight. 
Um, it could be wrong, but LA Knight at the moment is getting mad noise, and I think they need to they need to jump on that while they can. Um, so yeah, I I just think him taking a loss here is a bad idea. So uh, it's got to be LA Knight and Cena. I mean, did you see Cena fan? Well, Cena's reaction by the way when la knight come out and signed a thing was like a fanboy he looked like he was a rookie <laughs> <laughs> yeah see see so well does play those scenarios well i remember when like you know daniel Bryan was getting over he did the same sort of thing he's he's white and zach Ryder. he's mm. wise to jump on these things and um yeah you know rock does it as well when they bring rock back he kind of works with you know the, the upper coming heel and the upper coming baby face and gives a rub to to both hopefully but i just feel mm. like yeah i don't think like usually la knight really needs it it's not like a few months ago where he needed it to get into the position he's in but to continue to build uh it kind of makes sense i think he's already got like a massive kind of you know pat on the back essentially by giving him you know the the kind of role to save you know little old john cena against the bloodline you know so and and aligning himself with Cena and Cena's stamp of approval, I think it works really well already. So he's kind of already got it. But giving them that win, I think on the B level pay per view as well, I think you know sends the fans home happy and just continues at a nice level. My biggest concern is just the whole bloodline looking like they're floundering at the moment. But as you said, I think you know as soon as Roman comes back and can light a fire under them and get things going once again. So it's not necessarily a win that they need. It's just like they need something. And because there is a something around the, potentially around the corner with Roman, um, I agree with you. When Cena leaves, the person mm. that doesn't have that second opportunity or something like that is LA Knight. Yeah, LA Knight will still be over, but like winning with John Cena, you know, we'll we'll kind of you know, give him a, a few extra points also, as well. So yeah. Also, um, so Jimmy Uso, I don't know if you've seen I said I know you said you kind of you've been watching and dabbling in and out and catching up and stuff and that. Yeah. Um but Jimmy started to act more and more like Roman over the current weeks, um, holding his hand out from the microphone away. He do- I, there's something there. So I feel like mm. there is a story ready and they're planting it. Yeah. And it's going to have the story's going to come to the front after this, ha- this match has happened, which is why I think another reason there's like an implosion within a bloodline. Maybe it's Jimmy versus mm. Roman next. Do you know what it's I mean? Like, there has to be it's something. Like- Again, there's all these stories. Even, even with Jay, I think Jay's been taken away so they can come back to it in the future because they want to stretch this out. Because yeah. I think it would be ridiculous to bring the Rock back and not have the Bloodline as a unified force. Like, and it's just him. You know, it would be ridiculous. But that, I guess they needed to shake something up. So, it, as much as I'm annoyed, I kind of am starting to see uh, a way around. You know uh, what they've done. Um, all right. So it looks like we're both going for LA Knight and uh, John Cena. What does Lucas say? My prediction for the match between John Cena and LA Knight teaming together to take on the bloodline is at Sosakoa and Jimmy Uso. Um, I believe this should be the main event. It's tricky though because I love my sounding as well, but it's John Cena, I guess. Uh, main event. I, I think they've got to they've got to send the fans home happy. Every single pay per view main event lately has been doom and gloom. Um, and I just think, yeah, Team Cena and a Knight have got to win. It'd be a nice big moment. With respect, they're not beating Roman, so it's not like that. And it gives Roman something to do on television uh, to kind of um, tell them off, I guess, when he returns um, in time for Saudi and Survivor Series. So, yeah, I predict that John Cena and LA Knight, yeah, rubbish catchphrase, will be um, victorious. 
All right, uh, Lucas, not a fan of. I'm the gonna year drop an elbow on Lucas in a minute. <laughs> but what he uh, is a fan of is the same kind of theory we're coming up with uh, that sending your fans home happy, and also Roman Reigns coming back to kind of light a fire under the bloodline as well. So that kind of makes sense. Mm. Interesting that you use the same kind of term because when I was saying send the fans home happy, you are usually talking about the last match. But I'm not sure if it will be the main event. But as Lucas kind of alluded to there, John Cena, maybe it will. Uh, because again, you've got last man standing. Uh, you got a which is a world title match, and also the tag title match, which you know I could see being a, a big deal because you know potential change uh, in the uh, in kind of ownership of those belts there as well. Uh, right, so uh, just to recap on that round, down has gone for the bloodline, but the rest of us have gone for LA Knight and John Cena. Right. All right. So with that in mind, we are now going to get into the fifth match that has been announced at time of recording. Of course, we'll be back in a few days time for our build up show as well. So uh, if you're new here to the channel or you're listening to us for the first time by audio, uh, you can join us uh, a few hours before the PLE this weekend where we do our live build up show. Very excited to do this, Rob. I love doing our build ups there. Uh, a really fun laid back stream. There's always kind of interesting rumors and gossip and breaking news going on surrounding uh, the PLE. So we like to cover that uh in the hours leading into them as well and you never know what's going to happen or who's going to show up uh, our many friends in the wrestling media uh are, have uh, kind of graced us uh, with their presence in the past so hopefully we'll have a few kind of mm-hmm. uh, special guests to join us as well but um yeah basically on that show we'll also be covering any last minute matches that have been added on smackdown or simply kind of uh, posted on social media the hours before because again sometimes that happens as well so these predictions will be locked in but we will be able to kind of look back on some of these with hindsight with the uh, smackdown results as well but we won't be able to change them but we'll be able to predict any kind of new uh, matches that are added as well but again at time of recording uh, we have five matches so i think it's about time to get into that final match and again whether or not it Headlines, who knows? It's really going to be hard to uh, kind of predict even that, what closes the show. But it could very well be the unified tag title match uh, of the Judgment Day, represented by Finn Balor and Damian Priest, of course, the tag team champions, defended against Jey Uso and not Jimmy Uso, Cody Rhodes. And I think that is what's kind of making this one a hard one to predict for me, Rob, because... I don't want to see an Uso win a tag title without the other Uso. I don't want that to happen. I don't want them to have unequal amounts of reigns. Unless Jimmy wins with Solo in the future or something like that. I don't want that to happen. Um, I'm all for them going separate. I'm all for them maybe putting the world title, uh, WWE uh, Universal, whatever they're calling it these days, on Jim uh, Jay on his own. But I don't want the Usos to have different numbers in their title ones. I think it should be together because they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So it's a tough one. At the same time, you've got this mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn situation going on in the background. And I saw a backstage interview that they did where they basically said, well, Owen said, I don't care what happens. We're next in line. And Sami said, it's bittersweet. I love those guys, but I feel like we should be kind of given that opportunity. So is that what's going on here? We continuing this whole thing of, you know, Sammy uh, being on the side of an understanding of Cody bringing over Jay to uh, the Raw roster, but KO being wary of it. And is it going to lead to more of an implosion now? Or is it just an implosion between themselves? Or are we going to get them screw uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso? Are we going to get them 
kind of come out to challenge the new champions of Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Like mm. it's a it, that is what's making it a tough call for me. But ultimately, I don't want an Uso to win without another Uso. So that's yeah, long term kind of historical looking at the record books. I I want it. I want it to tie up in the nice little bow there. But I know WWE are going to be more tempted nine times out of ten as they usually are to just go with the current thing. And I feel like there is a very real possibility that Cody and Jay win the titles because Jay is very kind of hot at the moment. And so is Cody Rhodes as well. So that kind of makes sense there. And it does kind of therefore lead into this whole thing of, you know, Kevin Owens and Sammy now either turning heel or kind of prolonging that and not quite doing it yet, but something further down the line or turning heel to literally stop them. Or we've got the scenario, like you mentioned earlier on, that the judgment, they lose this, and this kind of frees up Damian Priest to do something for his money in the bank cash-in as well. So I am massively torn, basically, on this one. And I didn't think it would be the case uh, when we came into this as well. Um, oh, we got a nice little heart being sent here. It hasn't quite worked, but I can see you attempted to send us an emoji. So we appreciate that uh, in the comments as well. But hey, uh, let's know what you think is going to happen at... Fast lane, right? Mm. What do I think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? I'm going to bring up the graphic again just for kind of um, inspiration. I'm very I'm torn looking at this, by the way. This is the hardest yeah. one for me to call. I'm looking at the judgment day with the titles, and I don't want the implosion to happen with them anytime soon. I know they're flirting with it, but the money in the bank briefcase is a year long opportunity, they don't need to do it yet. So I don't, and I don't want them to do it yet. So I don't want them to lose the titles. They are still one of the most important things in the WWE at the moment. So them losing the titles doesn't make any sense unless they're either going to implode or it's to free up Damian Priest. And I don't think we need to get to either of those things right now, even though you made a fantastic point for it happening earlier on. So if I kind of keep that hat on, even with all of these things, I'm trying to juggle my head the opportunity for. Ah, uh, Jey Uso to be stopped and Jey Uso to not be stopped. Oh my goodness, it is a tough one. But ultimately, I'm going to go for the safest bet. And I think the wisest thing to do when you kind of weigh them all up is keep the titles on Judgment Day. But I 100% could see every single scenario I just mentioned happening, to, you know, happening this weekend as well. So um, with that in mind... Rob, you're up next. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know, it's, it's, I think this is the hardest one for me to call because a part of me thinks it'll be great. It would be absolute. I know you're against it, but the fact that Jay would have another title reign over Jimmy mm. within numbers of a tag title would be, there's something, obviously they're already, they're not feuding, or they have feuding, mm. but there's, yeah. there's heat there. So they'd have to do something and that would weigh over their heads. And that would be a great way to, to destruct the bloodline completely again. Yeah. If they get in yeah. with them and then that gets brought up. So it's a clever way. It's a clever little plot line or like seed to break something, right? So that's my yeah, first that's thing. Good. Next thing, Jay Uso has been toying with Rhea. And if you've seen oh, Dominic, yeah. Yeah. you've been getting jealous. So that's another thing. So imagine if Rhea comes out and then she distracts Jay, causes mm. that, like that, um, you know, there's that. So much. JD McDonough, he he could appear. You yeah. know, uh, Dominic could appear. I just, bro, I you just don't know. 
like so there's so much to everyone at the moment obviously there's one who's so cody they've they're on okay terms but they screwed cody a couple weeks ago you know so i just there's just so much i don't know which way they're gonna go do you know what i mean like it, it's, mm. it's so hard and i've i think if anything i love the fact that i can't go ah oh, this person's winning and that's it and i have a reason yeah because well, all, all the, the others, thing, i have a reason as we're saying there are so many scenarios where it makes you excited because you have no idea what's going to happen. But I really hope because it's a big pay-per-view, it doesn't end up just being regular. Like there needs to be something exciting happen. You know, I think there needs to be either a yeah. shock or like some sort of shock, even if it's not a title change, it's someone being screwed or there has to be something big happening. And that's, that's my concern here that there are so many things they could do. If we get out of this as if it could have been the main event, a raw, I'll be very upset, you know. So yeah, um, no, I, ah, but I'm I'm hopeful, like you are, that this is a indicator of that this could be something quite, quite fun. Yeah, I mean, look, the idea of Cody and Jay having a titles would be it would be so strange, but I mean, John Cena held it with David Otunga, you know. <laughs> so it's it's, do you know what I mean? Like Santino Morello done it with um, who did he hold the titles with? Uh, Kozlov, I knew he was in the team with Kozlov. Kozlov. Did he hold the... Yeah, Kozlov. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they held the tag titles. Like, I mean, Austin and Foley, or you know, dude, love. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there's it's, been it's... weird connections and and stuff like that. So I just don't know. It's not. It wouldn't be the first time that we've had a weird partnership. Um. So I'm so unsure. Like I, I mean, if we're going by what I said, my prediction would be Priest would be the champion at the end of the show. But then, does he need to lose the titles? Because let's face it, if you want to implode Judgment Day, having him have all the titles, but Priest still be a world champion, mm. Finn Balor's still going to look and go like, well, I want that title. Like, there's still, even that causes another story. So I just, I don't know. I, re- I really, I really don't know. Like, this is probably the hardest one for me to call. Uh, it has been for a while, actually. Um Oh man, uh, do you know what? The idea of Jimmy and Jay having a separate title reigns as lo- much as I love the idea because it's a great seed and a storyline to lead in. I don't like the idea of one Uso winning it without the other. I think I have to stand firm with you on that. I'm a big Uso fan, and as much as I love that we're able to do their stuff separately in the moment on different shows, yeah, I just, we get to see it. So, uh, like safe bet, I'm saying Judgment Day, and then if, if anything, Priest has three titles. Um, you know, at the, yeah. at the end of the show, if that's the case, I don't think, yeah, because I think, I mean, it's a real scenario where they keep tag titles on them, and yeah, Priest has got it, and yeah, like, and they don't have to split just because I don't want the split, do you know what I mean? I don't want the split just yet. That can mm. happen when he's champ six months into a title reign, like Finn Balor could win the Rumble or something like that, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, so look, I, I'm with you, it's uh. It's an interesting kind of possibility that we could see, you know, them use it as storyline where one Uso is one more than the other. But ultimately, I don't want that for the record books, even though they could use it quite well. Um, Right. Let's see what our uh, colleagues in Dan and Lucas think again. Once again, I really appreciate that they could send in their video. So uh, let's hear what Cody Rhodes teaming with main event Jey Uso. To take on the team of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, The Judgment Day. Now, I'm not sure whether this match is actually for the WWE 
um, undisputed tag team championships. Um, if it is, then yeah, I don't really think my decision changes that much, really, because I feel as though this is going to be a Judgment Day victory with the help of JD McDonough. Um, yeah, I think there's no reason for them to take the tag titles off of Judgment Day just yet. Um, and obviously, the Franken team of Cody Rhodes and um, Jey Uso don't need them. And it would just be weird seeing Jey Uso as a tag team champion with anybody other than his brother. So, for me, it's going to be a Judgment Day retention here. All right, yeah, Dan picked up on some similar themes for, uh, that we've kind of touched on there as well. Of course, uh, saying that it would be weird uh, for one Uso to win without the other. Uh, we also had uh, mentioning uh, JD McDonough. Of course, you touched on this just a moment ago as well, Rob. We, we didn't really go mm -hmm. into it too much detail. They've kind of gone, you know, stepped back a little bit on that now as well. And that kind of feels like it has to be for a reason. Surely we are going to get an extra member of officially of the Judgment Day. That would kind of make sense, unless they really use him to kind of fuel this split instead. But I think it'd be better for him to actually uh, um, join the team. Yeah, so speaking of that as well, um, I don't know if you see what Rhea said to Don. Basically, if you don't come back with the end, because Don lost the end. Oh, title, yeah. A North American title. Um, and Rhea, Rhea Ripley said, if you don't come back with it, you're gone. So mm. there has to be something there. So imagine if JD McDonough helps Dom re uh, regain the title. Um, mm. See, that's annoying though. You don't want to hot potato the title though. Like it'd be so such a shame no, but, after such a big yeah. win as well. Like, but I think that's something that can be done with the NXT title because obviously it's making Dom is doing stuff on NXT. Um, mm. But I love the idea of McDonough being the one there to help Dom. Sorry, uh, JD being the one there to help Dom regain the title and mm. then joining the Judgment Day. And it's like, I've done this. And then they can see that they've done it because there's been a little bit of a like eyeballs kind of thrown. And oh, it did help stuff with what? Like so yeah, think, it's just, mm. you know, so it's kind of, he's there, but he's not there. So if they're going to use him, then I think that's the, that's the time. So that'd be, that'd be interesting, especially if he's just had Madonna help him. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So uh, we've also got a comment here from uh, Kervin, who says this pay-per-view feels like a Raw or a SmackDown. Yeah, I touched on that earlier on, Kervin. I think it's uh, it's an awkward one with a card, and that's what I'm worried about. Sometimes you get a not-so-exciting card, but the, the performances completely, you know, make up for it. Sometimes that doesn't happen, and it does just end up feeling like a Raw or SmackDown. That's what I'm concerned about, especially with this match. As we said, there are so many different scenarios they can go down. Hopefully, this does kind of work out. But thank you so much for joining us, mate. Thank you for sending us in your comment. Again, whether you're watching live or demand, we'd love to hear what you have to say about uh, Fastlane. And also, we'd love to hear you uh, your thoughts on the show uh, hours before it. As I mentioned earlier on, we will be back on Saturday night. Uh, talking all things fast lane with the builder a different kind of perspective of course with hours uh, outside the show there so uh, we'd appreciate if you join us live for that on saturday night this is the place to be uh, for build-up coverage of fast lane now without further ado though i'm going to get now into lucas's prediction for this match as well now my prediction for the match for the um tag team championships between the judgment day and cody rose and jay uso um, is actually quite a difficult one actually because as much as Judgment Day just won the belt as the whole obviously Priest um, being not clear to compete stuff to kind of go through and so it does beg the question the match might not actually happen 
or if it does, potentially it could put like JD McDonough um, in Damien Priest's place, I guess. Um, but either way, I don't see any benefit to um, taking the tag belts off of mm. Judgment Day. So I will go with Judgment Day to retain. Yeah, I think ultimately that's where it comes, you know, it boils down to for me as well. Um, Judgment Day, in my opinion, should keep the tiles. Uh, that, that's kind of the biggest factor, you know, not necessarily about who you're putting it on. Instead, it's just about them losing, which is what I don't want to see. Uh, do you have any kind of thought on what you said there, though, Rob, as far as um, a possible kind of replacement or the match not going ahead because of Damien Priest? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like that idea. It's, uh, the thing is, though, how much truth is it in that priest thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, are, are we? Is is that storyline? Is it kayfabe? Is, is it legit? Mm. Do you know? What I mean? You can never tell, especially when they're in this position. Obviously, we were saying about um, you don't like the freebird rule, but they've not spoken on ever having this freebird rule. So if someone else now comes in to take that place, even freebird rule, can yeah, anyone, even can, Dom could... can anyone could Dom then do it? Is is yeah. is that what they're doing? So I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't, I really don't know where they're going with it. So I'm really unsure mm. on, you know, I mean, with the new day, there was three of them, two of them won it, but they said together, they are the tag team champions. So when yeah. they've done the free bird rule, it made sense. Even with the free birds, I know you're not a big fan of it, but nope. they showed that they were a unit. <laughs> like they showed that there was a unit within that tag division. The judgment they yeah. haven't done that. So I don't, interesting point, I really and, don't and again, it could be Dom's way to kind of make up for the North American uh, loss as well. But uh, what I do know is uh, I've enjoyed talking wrestling once again, Rob. It's been exciting uh, tonight to kind of mm. dig into this PLE again. I haven't been watching too much lately, but I am very much looking forward to Saturday night. I always enjoy these Saturday night PLEs as well. Uh, and of course, we'll be back not only on Saturday night for the build-up show, but of course after it will be. Uh, aiming to hit you with a recap and review as well. So if you want to know our thoughts on whether or not our predictions even come true or they, if they do not come true, uh, then you want to uh, stick right here with us on the Rebellious Nights Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned earlier on, we are now also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where if you want to listen to the audio versions of these podcast episodes, uh, we could uh, give you that as well. Uh, you touched on it yeah. earlier on, Rob. I got to get, oh, and you've touched on it a little bit there. LA Knight. Um, met him a little while ago, of course, uh, when he was in London. We did get uh, chatting about his promos, his comparisons. We all know which ones we're talking about there, and even the reason behind his name as well. I'm not talking Eli Drake. I'm talking L.A. Knight. Yeah, what is uh, the reason behind that name? So if you fancy hearing a little bit more about that, we encourage you to uh, check that uh, that uh, video out on the Reddish Noise Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. Anyway, thank you very much for everyone that's watched live on demand. Thank you to everyone that sent us a comment so far. And again, there's plenty of chance to do that throughout the next few days. Uh, get your comments down below. Let us know what you think is going to happen at Fastlane. Let us know what you think of our predictions as well. Um, would appreciate to uh, to see your comments, whether that is on the YouTube uh, link or whether or not you reply to us on social media at RM Pro Wrestling uh, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on X. I think that's the first time I've ever referred to it as X. There you go. A special exclusive for the first audio podcast on Spotify Ooh. and Apple. Um, but anyway, I've uh, again, I've enjoyed uh, chatting with you, Rob. Uh, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. I just want to get this mask off. The room's bloody hot. 
<laughs> of course, and we can't be breaking kayfabe. So uh, let's uh, no. let's head out of here, and uh, we'll see you uh, on Saturday night, everyone. Welcome to the Rebellious Noise Pro Wrestling Channel. On this channel, we bring you some great content from inside and outside of the squared circle. We will go through and offer some in-depth analysis of the biggest events of the year, as well as bringing you exclusive interviews with some of the industry's biggest names. There will also be live show reviews, in-depth features, and podcasts. So make sure you give that subscribe button a slam so you don't miss any of the action.